somebody had taken a picture of me in full view from a normal angle and I just couldn't believe what I looked like. When I watched that video, I felt absolutely disgusted in myself. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast with me, your host, Carl. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, Richard. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, you. Very well, indeed. Thank you very much for joining us today and very much looking forward to hearing your story. Uh, Richard, if, if I could start, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe? Uh, yeah, so I'm 41 years old, um, from Barnsley in South Yorkshire. Um, I'm a team leader at an insurance company. Um, got quite a small family, uh, live on my own, got a partner, recent partner, which I wouldn't have had before, but, um, yeah. Anything else? No, I I think that's, that's, that's a great (laughs) starting point. Thank you. And and congratulations on the new relationship. And, uh, I imagine, as you say, it's new. You're still in that honeymoon period where everything's rosy, which is fantastic. (laughs) Long may it continue. Uh, So Richard, you've lost, I think, eight stone. Is that right? Um, well, about eight and a half stone, yeah. Eight and a half stone. Well, congratulations, first of all. And obviously, we always say that, you know, it's we, we try not to judge by the the, the number of the scales. Um, yeah. But obviously, losing nearly eight, you know, eight and a half stone is a considerable amount. And I've seen on your Instagram account your before and after photos, and the difference is, is really staggering. And I can only begin to imagine the kind of impact that's had on your life and um, how much happier you are with that oh, now yeah. and and just just probably from day to day the things you can do so but before we get into that success and and where you are today if we could just go back to the beginning um maybe talk about what life was like before you lost the weight how you gained weight maybe for how long you were heavier i'll, I'll let you take it from there yeah so um i've always been i was born fat do you know what i mean i was i've always been a big kid i was big growing up and and i got into my adult life and I lost some weight then, but I was never, never thin, but I've always been an emotional eater. So everything that happened within my life um, led to food. So whether I was happy, sad or anything like that, I just ate for my emotions. So I just got bigger and bigger and bigger as I got older. So. And you say you'd lost some weight when you were younger. What kind of age were you when, when you did that? when I just started college, when I was 17, um, I was a fat kid at college and I got picked on. So, um, I, well, I'm not going to lie. I starved myself through college and I lost weight the wrong way. So I did lose it and I lost it quick, but it didn't stay off because it wasn't sustainable. So I ended up actually getting fatter than I was before. (laughs) Yeah. But, and that's, that's a a typical scenario that can happen when you do starve yourself and, Obviously, you start adding the calories back on, but you've lost muscle mass. Your body's used to being in a starvation mode, so your metabolism's much slower. And yeah, it, you unfortunately, your body thinks, okay, we need to save as much of this as we can. 
Yeah, it just wasn't healthy at all. Of course. And what what about emotionally? How was that going through college, being the fat kid as you referred to yourself then? It made me not want to go to college, to be fair. I... um... I was, um, I've always been, tried to be the funny person, you know, all the way through school, college and everything like that. Because I always think if the, if they laugh at me, uh, laugh with me, they won't be laughing at me. So I've always tried to be that funny person. But really inside, I'm, I'm and I still am now, a very shy person. Nobody sees that part of me, but um, it's it's torture being not being able to be you, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense, and it's this persona that yeah. you you create it's to protect fake. yourself, really. Yeah. No, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. And you say you're a, a shy person yourself, and and you felt that it was better, the, the lesser of the two evils, perhaps. Is that right? That yeah. You were, if you were outwardly going and, like you said, the funny one, it kind of reduced the chances of people picking on you or, or bullying you. Yeah, and it kind of affected my college work as well because I was spending my time messing about to impress people so they would laugh at me or laugh with me. And it kind of affected actually how I performed within college as well. And what about those moments outside of college and uh, when you were on your own? How, how did it did it impact you? Was it something you thought about a lot? All the time. But the thing is, when I thought about it, I got down. When I got down, I ate, so I got bigger a vicious circle yeah absolutely yeah and so and this is something as well that i mean we we spoke briefly before recording this episode and i think this is so common so so common just just in the, the small amount of people that i've actually spoken to since starting this podcast but also my own experiences as well that people have different coping mechanisms and one of them the more common is obviously to be this bright outgoing I don't care attitude yeah. when really on the inside it's it's a completely different story and like Absolutely. you say you're, you're destroying yourself by not being able to be yourself and not only that if you're emotionally eating because of the way that's affecting you you're then eating to deal with that feeling down even to the point like say if I would go out for something to eat with my friends like say we went to an all-you-can-eat restaurant I would eat all I could eat because that's what I did but I would eat more because to make them laugh. I, oh, look at Richard, he can eat this, this and this. Do you know what I mean? But really, I didn't actually want that much. It was me putting on the front. I, I, I hope I'm explaining that right. You're explaining it perfectly. And, you know, it, you may feel that people wouldn't understand this unless they've actually been through it themselves. Yeah. And in some cases, people may not understand it. And, and I'm sure, though, for, for anyone who's listening and is either in that situation currently, has been in that situation, has someone they care about in that situation, it's gonna make perfect sense. And the people that don't understand as well, when they just say, just go on a diet if you're fat, if only it were that simple. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? If if only it were that simple. I I think if it was that simple, I don't think we'd have as many problems in the world as we do with obesity and the the emotional, mental health side of it that that is also so closely related to it. Yeah. it's really not just as simple as, and, and unfortunately, I think the way the world is today makes it even more difficult to make healthy choices because the marketing, the the amount of variety of unhealthy options that are there, it makes it easier to be unhealthy than it does to actually be healthy. And it's so much cheaper to eat unhealthy as well. 
you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, Richard, tell me, um, you know, you went through college, you, you gained a lot of weight. And, and at what age was it that you decided that you were going to decide to, you know, to take the weight off? How old are you now? Did you say 38? 41. 41. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. You, can, you can say I'm 38. I, I gave you a, few, a couple of extra right. years there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so from 38 now, but but how long ago was it you decided you were going to lose weight? So when I was just before my 39th birthday. So it was January when I was 38. I, um, I just didn't want, I knew I was going to be 40 in the next 18 months and I didn't want to be fat and 40. Like, I have a real issue with getting old as well. Like I don't want to get old, but I didn't want to be an old fat person. Like that's just a double whammy. So I kind of set myself the goal to um, not be fat and 40. And that's, that was the turning point. It's so strange you say it. And and the reason I say it's strange is because the, the, the one thing that inspired me to lose weight this year is because I turned 38 last October. Yeah got towards the end of the year and then all of a sudden it got to the 1st of January I was like okay next year I'm going to be 40 and it hit me I don't know if it was yeah. a similar thing for you that you think yeah. all of a sudden and just just knowing that between 40 and 50 it becomes much much harder to undo that damage that it's kind of like a now or never situation yeah I mean I've all my life like I have joined weight groups and been on a diet I've been on a diet all my life do you know what I mean I've at points throughout my life and I've lost a couple of stone then put it back on and lost it and put it back on. It was just this time round that I thought I had to go for it. It was actually the January before lockdown and I did. I lost I lost three stone up to lockdown between January and like April. But then lockdown happened and everybody put weight on back again, didn't they? So I failed again. But then I put all the weight back on and then it was actually the September after my 39 I was 39 in August and it was a September again when lock when there was another lockdown and I thought right I can either use lockdown as another excuse to put to our free stone back on or I can use it as an advantage nothing was open there was no takeaways there was no restaurants open I couldn't go to a pub I couldn't go out with my friends so that was my proper turning point where I thought I can use this now to my advantage and take this time where I can't actually do the things I enjoy doing to to get the bulk off because I'm one of those people once I start losing weight once I'm into it I can keep doing it it's it's getting into it that's a problem and what other what diets have you tried you, you say you've always been on a diet have you tried different methods to try and lose weight or um so this time round, I've done it with Slimming World, but this is actually my 18th time I've joined Slimming World. 18th time. <laughs> 18th time, yeah. Okay, well, um, they do say, uh, isn't it the famous saying, 18th time lucky? <laughs> Something like that. But I've done Slimming World, I've done Weight Watchers, I've done all the milkshake diets, I've done Slim Fast, I've done Keto, I've, you name it, I've tried it. I've tried the um, aloe vera diet, everything. But... Um, they're all Sorry, diets. You can't you can't diet. You have to healthy eat. That's the difference. Because yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think that's absolutely key. That a diet is even when you start a diet, you you have a finish line in sight, and it's what yeah. happens the day after that finish line. Where for for most people who are not mentally prepared or haven't made the the life changes 
during that period, the only thing that they can default back to is is what life was like before. Yes. Yeah. And you've got to, this time round as well, it's not about just saying, right, I'm going to join Slimming World on Monday and going to Slimming World. You have got to have the mindset change to do it. You can join it. You can join a, a weight loss group. You can join a diet. You can do a diet. If your head's not fully in it, you are not going to succeed. And that was the difference this time. I had that want this time to, to succeed. Then there was nothing that was going to stop me. So would you say, and I'm going to ask you this based on another conversation I've had recently for another episode, but, but something clicked this time. hundred percent. Yeah. Something just clicked and that was it. I was like going for it and, and there was nothing going to get in my way. What, what was that click for you? What, what do you think? I mean, we talked about the fact that you were going to have a birthday, but, but it's much more than just that decision. Like you say, it has to be a number of changes, a number of. So there was a couple of things. Firstly, um, I was waking up tired every morning, like extremely tired, even though I was asleep because I slept all the time. I, I just had no energy ever. So I slept through the day. I used to go to bed and have nine hours sleep, but I was always tired and I bought I bought a, a snore recording app on um, on my phone and started to record myself snoring and stuff like that. And I could hear that I was stopping breathing and I thought, I'm getting sleep apnea here, so this this really needs to... And this is because I'm fat, so this really needs to stop. So that was one of the reasons. And another reason is my... One of my best friends, Lucy, she was pregnant at the time um, last in, in the August before I restarted in the September. And she'd asked me to be her baby's godfather. And there was a video of her asking me and me on this video. And I watched that video and I couldn't believe what I looked like. I felt absolutely disgusted in myself because I'm all, all about taking pictures, but there were always selfies from up above and stuff like that. The perfect angle and take, Yeah. Somebody had taken a picture of me in full view from a normal angle, and I just couldn't believe what I looked like. And that was when I start, restarted in September. And this is something as well that, again, I, I believe it's a coping mechanism that we are our mind goes out of its way to protect our feelings, our emotions, ourselves from ourselves. And so even something like you said, taking a selfie, and not only that, you're not gonna take an unflattering photo of yourself because no. you, if you want to share something, and with the thing with social media now is that you can't really escape unless you completely disappear from social media, which are, you know a number of people I'm starting to see do. So people do look for that way of taking a photo that presents themselves in the best way. But yeah. it's not the reality necessarily, is it? And I, I'm guilty of it myself. I, I do it. I'm, I'm going bold at the front of my head, and I, you know, I've just grown my hair a bit longer. I brush it forward a little bit, and this is something I, I never thought I'd be worried about going bold. And, and to be honest with you, I don't. I still don't think I am, but I'm still doing what I can to kind of make it less apparent. If yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah. and, and, and it, I think when you take a photo these days as well. As soon as you open your camera, there's, do you want this filter? Do you want this filter? Do you want to make yourself look thinner? Do you want to make yourself look younger? It's like, yes, I do. I'll use them all. <laughs> do you know of what course. I mean? You, nobody puts a picture of themselves on that's got no filter on these days. It's, it's Social media is good for some things, but horrible for others. Absolutely. I think it creates a, a whole new level of pressure for people as well to look a certain way, to be a certain way. Absolutely. And it's really not the reality. But one thing I will say about social media at least 
that I'm discovering since deciding to do this podcast is that there is a lot of great support out there and there are some really, really strong communities of people who really are there for each other to help each other and to push each other forward. Yeah, especially like my Instagram. I only created that Instagram for my weight loss. I've got a personal Instagram, which I have nothing linked to to my weight loss one, but that Instagram, I only follow people, other people that inspire me with weight loss as well. So like the, the support I get from those people and just seeing their stories, recipes, how well they're doing and how they support me is one of the massive things that's kept me going. Of course. And, and I think this is something that for so many people, and if anyone is listening at the moment and perhaps hasn't tapped into that vein of support that exists, I, I really recommend, and, and I'm towards the end of the show, I'm going to ask you to share your, your Instagram account, Richard, because I think looking at it, just, just looking at your before and after photos are very, very inspiring and, and amazing, really, the difference. Yeah. And, you know, the difference in your face, the difference in your body, it's, it's great. And you look fantastic now, you know. And Thank you. It's, it's, I think, one of these situations that, like you say, it takes a shock of some kind for you to think, okay, something's got to change. Yeah. And you did that. And, and I'm, you know, we, we don't know each other, but it, these interviews, they make me feel proud of people that they're doing it because I've, I've lost a few kilos myself this year but in comparison it's a small percentage of the work or determination and discipline that you must have had to be able to do that over 18 months and to lose as much weight as you have yeah and and had it was it easy throughout the whole 18 month period since you started back at Slimming World um so the first six months was because like I said it was still during lockdown and things like that so the first, I say the first three months especially, I had no temptation whatsoever. Um, it was a bit difficult with Slimming World because it was virtual. And I kind of, I love Slimming World for going to group and getting the praise and having you clap and, and speaking to people face to face. So that was a little bit difficult until group opened again. But once it did and I had that support back, that, that was great. But I just... I was a bit nervous to go out after lockdown and stuff and things like that. So I didn't have any temptation there. So I would say the first year of me losing weight is the when I lost the majority. And no, it wasn't difficult at all. I didn't get tempted or anything. I would say after the year, when I started living my life again and I'd lost the majority of the weight and I started introducing going back out and things like that that's when it becomes more difficult because you've got to learn the balance you've got to make sure you can go out and have a good time but not put eight stone back on <laughs> of course and and the thing is i Which think is as well to do. It, because yeah in in uh, for many reasons and it can creep on you and one thing i know is quite common as well for people is that you'll you'll have some success with weight loss and then think okay well it doesn't matter, maybe this weekend I'll, I'll give myself a free pass and then that weekend turns into every weekend that turns into Friday to Monday yeah. and before you know it, you're, you're back where you started and, and this again is a very common thing and here on the podcast I I have no judgment of people in their, their life circumstances, um, their, their level of success, their level of you know needing to try again and, and what they would judge themselves as failure. I, I, just, I just love to hear people's opinions and, and your success stories because you've been through it you understand it you get it and this is what one of my objectives is 
for, for releasing this podcast that people who are on that journey can can get the support they need and just hear a, a familiar voice hear yeah. somebody talking about them in some sense because we share so many of these troubles and worries and and life experiences that are negative because we're overweight and it's yeah. quite a difficult thing to go through and I think for you, you you said you know obviously you found it quite easy but what would you say to someone now obviously unless there's another lockdown the world has changed again so what would you inform of, of advice or if you met somebody or somebody wanted to get started but didn't know what to do next what would you suggest I would say that not just the what you're putting in your mouth is the main important thing I would say equally as important is your mindset so when you start going on a diet or a healthy eating program you instantly think I can't have that I can't have that I can't have that that is the worst thing you can do and that's the worst thing you can say to yourself I can't have that because you can have whatever you want all you've got to do is think about the consequences of having it if you deprive yourself of all the things that you want you will you will fail you will cheat and you will put more weight back on you've got to allow yourself the things you like but just in moderation so don't use that word those words i can't have you can have you've just got to think about how much you're having and when you're having it and the consequences of having it wise advice sir richard and is this now a, a, a way that you live your life and um another thing as well i wanted to ask about so first of all yeah that's the first question is, is this how you maintain that balance yeah. because I, I know you said originally uh, i believe you'd said that you your target when you first started was to lose a nice round 10 stone yes and you've lost eight stone and a half but from what i understand you're you're happy with yeah the weight so that you have now before when i first started it was all about the numbers so i was exactly 23 stone when i started and my goal was to lose 10 stone and get to 13 stone. The size I am and the build I am, I'm now thinking that's not actually um, right for my body shape and my body size. So what I've learned now is it's not about the number. It's about how you feel about yourself. So now I've got to where I am, I can go in shops and buy clothes without worry. I can buy things online without thinking they're not going to fit. I can go out somewhere and not feel conscious about how I look. I can go on an aeroplane without having a seatbelt extension. I can go to a restaurant without having arms on the chair, anything like that. And that, to me, is more important than what I actually weigh. It's about how I feel and how I look rather than the number now. That's great. And, and is this something that you would tell your, your former self? that you know not to be so focused on the number because i think a lot of people again i think it's super important that you have targets and a goal to work towards i, I think this will you'll never succeed unless you have those objectives yes yeah. yeah i think the number to start with is a good focus and and the way like because i do it through slimming world the way slimming world works with the like you know like this half stone and stone certificates and things like that they're absolutely brilliant like you've got like a a goal to work to your next half a stone and things like that they're fantastic but and i think to start with you have to concentrate on the number but once you start feeling comfortable then don't worry as much about the number it's it's not important 
it's about and, and not only that it, it can give you a, a very inaccurate reading of, of how healthy you are and this is something I've learned myself from losing weight and on the way down looking out of the scales every time to see and using that as a gauge okay I'm losing weight that's great but then actually wanting to gain weight by going to the gym yeah it's kind of counterintuitive to everything I've been doing while trying to lose weight and so having that you know the, the scales almost become irrelevant and then I'm now you know I won't say I'm a, I'm a geek or obsessive with it but the one thing that I'm monitoring now is my body fat percentage as opposed yeah. to how much I weigh because that for me is a much truer reading of how much fat I have yeah but the main thing more than anything but is when I look at myself in the mirror and and how I feel and if I'm happier if I feel like you know okay I, I can't get rid of my love handles I, I just can't this is something that I'm, I'm I feel like I'm stuck with forever but at the same time apart from that I'm really happy with the progress and I feel a lot happier so that's what I'm focusing on now and, and yeah. I think everything you've said is, is pretty much the same no yeah definitely and and what you've got to think about, like, I've got a friend who weighs exactly the same as me, and he looks totally different to me. We're the same height. Do you know what I mean? So, again, it's not about the number because he weighs the same as me, but he's a lot slinkier than me. It's And do you know what I mean? It's not about what you weigh. It's because everybody weighs different. You can have exactly. somebody at my size and looks twice as big. It's It's not about the number. You're it's absolutely just right. about feeling comfortable. But I don't know if you know about this or if you've seen it on my Instagram, but when I lost the weight as well, I um, felt so uncomfortable with my loose skin. You know, like you've just pop, stop, talked about your love handle. So I set myself a goal of eight and a half stone by my 40th birthday. And then I trekked myself to a tummy tuck. So I've had all my loose skin taken off. I have seen. And yeah. I, I, to be honest, I, I, I wasn't sure if... I wasn't going to mention it on the, the the episode itself because I wasn't sure if this was something you wanted to go into today. No, or, I'm open. <laughs> but um, and and this is something that I think, having seen and and please don't think I'm saying this with with any bad intention at all. But having seen your before photos and your after, I, I've not seen photos of you. I don't know if you've posted any or not with the weight loss and and the additional skin that you had. Yeah, there's some on there. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will check them out because I'm, I'm curious to see. But the, the after photos that I've seen at the moment, I mean, you look fantastic. You, you really do. And again, it comes back to body confidence because I, I've had conversations and I've seen people's Instagrams where they've lost the weight and they, they've they've kept their skin, they've kept their body exactly how they are and they're proud of their body and they're proud yeah. of how they look. And, and that for me is equally right, whether or not you want to have a tummy tuck, whether or not you don't. If you feel happy with yourself, then it shouldn't That's matter. What it's all about. It really should not matter. And no. for some people, like in your case, you just said, you know, you felt more confident and more comfortable having surgery. Some people, you know, they, they just, they can accept that and, and they like it. And it's something that is such a personal thing. It's yeah, in the same everybody's way, different. Everybody feels different. It's, it's what's best for you, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and ultimately, it's about feeling comfortable with yourself and and doing what's right for you not to please somebody else yeah and it seems that you've done that and you said now you're you've just started a new relationship and this is something you probably couldn't have imagined yourself entering when you I were wouldn't heavier. have I wouldn't have got him one because the thought of taking my clothes off in front of someone filled me with dread or the 
feeling of not feeling good enough. Like I've I've been in relationships when I was bigger, and I'm like the most paranoid person ever. Well, I used to be the most paranoid person ever because I'm used to think I'm too fat for them. They're gonna leave me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I would turn into that worry person, which would then ruin the relationship. And that's again a very common thing to happen. Yeah. And uh, okay, Richard. Well, can you tell us your Instagram, please? Because I'd like to share it before we end the episode. I'd like to find out and uh, let people have that opportunity to to follow you. Yeah, it's uh, Richard underscore Barnsley underscore SW. Richard underscore Barnsley underscore SW. Yeah. As always, I'll put that in the show notes. And uh, anything else you'd like to add? Anything else you'd like to say? before we finish the episode um to anybody that's wanting to lose weight just give yourself the time nothing is a quick fix don't do don't do the fad diets where you like drink milkshakes and things like that because once you come off them you put it back on it's about healthy eating not going on a diet just give yourself the time and give yourself the effort like put the effort into yourself and put yourself first so you've got the the motivation to do it. You only get one one life and one body, and even if you've got a family to look after or anything like that, you're as important as anyone else, and you need that time to do it for you. Very wise words, Richard. Thank you so much for joining me today. And no problem. I'd like to, now that you've completed the interview, you've been on the podcast, you're now officially a, a weight loss warrior. <laughs> thank you so thank you and thanks to you and uh welcome and i i think you'd be happy if anybody did have a question to reach out to you via instagram i don't think you'd mind that at all would you? yeah absolutely if anybody wants any advice or anything like that just add me or send me a message and i, I would be happy to help you're a kind man well take care of yourself richard and thanks again no problem thank you very much thank you bye-bye yes bye i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, Be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.